You're listening to the Untaming Podcast. We wild the child. An anthropological, biological, cross-cultural, evolutionary, and physiological approach to childhood from preconception to adulthood. Hi, my name is Alessandro, also known as the Blue Guy, and this is 10 questions in 10 minutes with the Untaming Podcast. I have two kids who are five and two and a half years old. I live in the northwest of Italy, in La Spezia, the capital town of the Cinque Terre area. Now let's begin. Question number one. What are your five favorite series? Oh, tough question. <laughs> For easy, I'm going to shrink the list to the TV series. Uh, right now, the tea in the series I'm waiting for most is the ending of La Casa de Papel, I think in English is Money Heist, where a group of criminals masked by Dali decide to robbery the Bank of Spain as a reappropriation of the money stolen from the dominant capitalism of these years. I love it because it's iconographic, political, sensational, and full of reasoning calculated action. Talking about cause-effect relationship, I cannot not mention my all-time favorite TV series, Lost. <laughs> this one doesn't need any introduction. We all know the story of the Oceanic Flight 815, the crash on an island that appears to be desert, but it is only Eden to the civilization. In Lost, I found everything you can ask, not only from a serial, but from narrative in general. Mystery, love, morality, spirituality, antagonism, pathos, thrilling, action, surviving, all wisely reviews, mixing present time, flashbacks, and flash forwards. Lost Wars is and will be <laughs> like the grail of the TV series to me. Uh, as a series, I need to mention the BBC Doctor Who, the longest series ever. That is a real campaign for me and my, my last seven years. Uh, the Doctor is a time traveler, and this could be a sufficient reason to get involved. He cares for humanity, even if even if he's not a human. That's why I love the serial, because it's full of positivity. And speaking about positivity, I want to mention the TV show Friends. For my generation, this sitcom is something more than a simply comedy show. It was like an adorable and full of sweetness way of seeing life. But last but not least, in order to satisfy my jig side, I want to mention HBO Games of Thrones. Intrigue, revenge, power, violence, all dressed with a fantasy setting and three dragons. Amazing. <laughs> Question number two. What were your five favorite series as a child? I'm going to be short on this. Um, I remember every sheen here shoot on my room dig TV screen when I was a kid. Uh, the first series that is coming on my mind is Back to the Future. Doug Brown and Mark McFly are simply like relatives to me. Uh, then I want to mention three Japanese anime. The first one is Captain Tsubasa, uh, about a boy who truly loves football because I played football when I was a child. 
uh, a greeter, super short boy, about a boy who truly loves golf. Because yes, I played golf when I was a child. And the invincible steel man, Daitan Free, about a boy who truly loves set planet Earth free. Um, because, okay, I just dream about it. Um, last but not least, I want to mention a Disney serial named Tailspin with Baloo the Beer from the Jungle's Book staring as a plane pilot. Yes, it's weird, I know. Question number three. As a child, what do you want to be when you grew up? This is very, very easy. I've always wanted to be a writer and live in the center of Tuscany, in Val d'Orcia or in the county shire. Now, I'm, always, I'm almost 40 and there's no Tuscany villa for me and my family. And that's so sad. Question number four. Putting aside all food sensitivities, allergies and ethical restrictions, what is your dream meal? This is quite easy. I'm Italian, so the main course of my dreams meal couldn't be anything else than pizza. Pizza is always a good uh, idea to be served with a cold blonde beer. And uh, as a dessert, I call wish a delicious tiramisu. Biscuits, sweet cheesy cream, coffee flavored. At the end, uh, a nearly cafe espresso, strictly with no sugar. Question number five. There is a natural disaster. Hmm. All of yours, family, friends, and animals are safe, but you can only take three personal items with you. What are they? Shortly, uh, a smartphone for communication, a long knife for multi-purple, multi-purpose user, yeah. Um, playing cards. Because if you if we are all safe, maybe we are going to get bored in no time. I mean, <laughs> question number six: What is an aspect of rewilding you really want to improve or learn more about? I've always wondered about making tools: shovels, picks, arches, arrows, dishes, everything I made it. It could be very difficult to me, but very stimulating. Question number seven. What is one part of natural movement you are trying to improve for yourself? <clears throat> Before pandemic, me and my family are used to stay in nature every time as possible. Mountains, lakes, seasides, walking barefoot, hugging trees, getting dirty, having a wild but safe contact with Mother Nature. For us, it's truly important and it's one of the worst things in being constricted to stay at home even is a matter of global love. I can say this, when I get into my car, over my head there is a paper from a Chinese cookie with on the writing, dormi sotto le stelle, that means sleep under the stars. This is the spirit of travel for us, being simple in front of nature, being part of the stars. Question number eight. You suddenly found yourself 20,000 years ago living in a small band hunter-gatherer group. Without saying why, what do you find most challenging or least challenging? Maybe you can find something more exciting, dangerous, like going hunting or defending our territories, and something less exciting, but maybe more important, like cultivating 
agronomy and manage our society. Surely it will be an experience I would like to do. Question number nine. What is your favorite medium to learn through? A physical book, reading on screen, listening to an audiobook, watching a video or other? I wish I could say a physical book, but we always know that in 2020, mostly we gather information, whatever kind of, for a screen. For me, mostly reading, but you have to admit that in the last period, I'm starting to watch videos too. Last question, question number 10. In no more than 20 words, what do you see happening globally over the next 200 years? 200 years. If this spasmodic eternal quest for growth will continue, there will be no future for human civilization. That's why on my Instagram page at the guy, I'm trying to share the concept of degrowth, a set of political, economic, environmental, social theories that try to explain as an alternative to the present predominance of consumerism exists and can be put into act. Lowering consumes, reducing oil or disposable plastic uses, recycling or giving an object a second purpose, purchasing wisely and consciously, downshifting our job-centered life, taking more time for our interests, caring people. Every single action of this and much more could be classified as the growth acts. We are not here to be tamed. We are not here to produce. We are not here to consume. We are here to live. Think about it. Enjoy your day wherever and whenever you are. Bye-bye from the Degrowth Guy. If you enjoyed this episode, you can join the discussions on our Facebook and Instagram pages. To hear more, subscribe for free on the podcast app on your smartphone. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and all of your favorite podcast platforms. If you would like to offer feedback or suggest a guest, email us at untaming.podcast at gmail.com.